Hey gang, this is Andy Zook, and you're listening to Bad at Parties, one-on-one conversations with artists at the corner of the party. Seattle photographer Alex Herbig is on the show. Alex agreed to be on the podcast very last minute, so thank you, Alex, for making this happen. I'll have links to Alex's work on the episode details. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast and follow Bad at Parties on social media to find all that info. A couple of upcoming shows on my end. I'll be playing solo in Portland this Thursday, the 27th at Alberta Street Pub, and on Wednesday, November 9th with All of Bears and Other Carnivores, my band, in Seattle at the Sunset Tavern. So if you're in town, come on out to those shows. Okay, we're going to get right into it. So here is episode 20. Alex. How many episodes in are you? This is going to be the 20th. Nice. Yeah, you're, you're the big 2-0. 2-0. Yeah, <laughs> super important. Okay. I thought about doing, like, because I didn't know if I was going to have you on the show or if, uh-huh. like, I was going to have to just be like, ah, oh, shoot, I don't have anybody. I was like, maybe I'll do, like, a here's the best things from the last 20 or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, But yeah. I think I'll save something like that till later because sure. that feels a little bit like jumping the shark and I can't do that in season one. you got to yeah. save that till, like, yeah. season seven or something. So you've been doing it every week? Every week for the past 20 weeks. Wow, dude. Yeah. It's impressive. It's really good. Um, and like consistently lately it's been immediately after I go to my therapy sessions which is this one right now as Uh an example and uh, it's great I get to see like how much am I going to bring my therapy things into (laughs) this and usually it's not I'm going to try not to do that sure yeah Um, there's probably plenty of good questions and discussions to be Right. Discussed from that, though, I assume. Oh, it's so great. I, I really like my therapist. And I, I started seeing him right at the same time I started doing this podcast. Right. Like, I remember you sharing that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. Have you thought more about doing your podcast? I have. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, yeah. Because when we last talked, let's see. That um, was at the round. Yeah. And I described how I was, like, trying to bring in multiple perspectives on issues and not mm-hmm. just, like, Yeah. I mean, the idea of, like, instead of thinking about, oh, I want to try and be the neutral party that talks about this and that sure. and brings them two together, it's like, what if you just go and talk to person on the right, person on the left, and, like, let the conversation happen itself, mm. you know what I mean? Like, in the same room? I don't know. That's tough, because you hard. don't want to have, like, conflict for conflict's sake. Right. Yeah. You want to have, like, conversation for conversation's sake. And it... I don't, I think the whole point is that when you get, because America is so polarized in theory that like those people can't talk to each other. That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. So hearing each of them talk to each other and then kind of like, even if they aren't actually talking to each other, just be like, Hey, listen to what this person said and listen to what this person said. Mm. They want the same thing. Right. Well, and I feel like to get to those points often, it's, it's not about talking about the hot button issues. Like. Yeah. There are things that, like, I know are the worst things for my, my parents or, yeah. and, like, me to talk about or, like, family members of me to sure. talk about. But, like, the idea of going, gathering together people and then be like, all right, we know that you differ politically. Let's talk about something else that you do agree on. Let's let's find common ground. Totally. You know, yeah. kind of the instead of fighting, let's just eat a meal together. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like, I like the idea of, of it actually being, like, let's talk about a very specific concept though we're gonna get there yeah 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 that's that's the idea i mean mm-hmm. and would you you said you were gonna do that with somebody yeah tennyson who you met the other day mm-hmm. the other night he's yeah. your he's the bass player yeah. in 
Is it Crystal and Quiet? Crystal and Quiet, yeah. yeah. That's great. And a few other things. And a few other things. But I When we were sitting down to like just like go grab drinks after that show mm-hmm. with Tennyson, I like that guy so much. He's, he's the best. He's one of the easiest people to be around. Mm-hmm. Like he, he was just, um, he was talking with um, one of the other guys in the band about like yeah. keyboards and like wanting, uh-huh. yeah. And uh, just like, like I was intimidated by the conversation because I knew uh-huh. nothing about the subject. Sure. But he also was like, yeah, I don't really know much about the subject, but I'm so curious. And he just kept on being like, oh, Go is on. that what you say? Oh, and then he would like start using a specific word. And I was like, what? How great. Just like, oh, I'm just not afraid of this. I just yeah. like, I, I like learning. I want to figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. It's an admirable sure. quality. Yes. Indeed. Indeed. Mm-hmm. So you're still thinking about the podcast. What are like the these are the artistic things like I'm engaging in right now. Cause I know that you're, we mm-hmm. talked about job stuffs and how both of us are like, right. We're not like, woohoo, this it's is the job like, I do. It's super yeah. boring. And so <laughs> I feel like what's the, you, I didn't think we talked about this at all when we we're hanging out. What is like mm-hmm. the passion right now? Where is like the main focus? Yeah. So the passion is I still do photography mm-hmm. and I find that really like life giving. Mm-hmm. Good. Like really. Um, and I do that in a capacity that I get paid for it sometimes, but mostly it's like friends and family mm-hmm. or I am not family, but like friends of friends and people I know and mm-hmm. referral basis stuff. And I shoot engagements, which is super fun because it's creative, it's outdoors, it's yeah. everything, you yeah. know? So there's that, um, it's people who, like, really care about it, too. It's, like, they're not yes. just, like, oh, just take whatever photo. They want it to turn out well, but they're also not, like, it has to, like, they're not a band. A band who's, like, no, it's not cool. Like, yeah. They're, like, yeah. no, this is, is it beautiful? Is it lovely? Totally. Are we together? Totally. Yeah. Yep. And it's also always, like, picking, I usually pick the destination. So okay. it's, like, the worst thing about weddings is that you don't always have control over your lighting venue sure. where you're at mm-hmm. when you're when you have an engagement you're like we're gonna go here and we're gonna do this and I look at the weather and I know what it's gonna be and I you know mm-hmm. can make it work totally. I'm not just like in some shabby room with like fluorescent lighting and yeah. you're just like uh like I did not pick this or even that's like an extreme even good venues sometimes have bad lighting sure totally like or, they look nice, or it can be like a sunny bright like day and it's outdoors oh, yeah. and you're just like ah oh, it's so bright it's harsh lighting and then that's just not I mean it's challenging sure like it's definitely challenging for wedding photographers and people do amazing stuff with bad lighting and mm-hmm. it's actually impressive yeah. but at the same time it's just not it's just more work yeah it's not as like invigorating. I so. like that you're doing photography still because I feel like when when people, I had a friend ask me like, oh, who are you doing for the podcast today or, uh, or this weekend? I was like, yeah. oh, it's my friend Alex. He's a photographer. And like that was my initial thought sure. and like what I said out loud. And then afterwards, it was kind of a, oh, is he doing photography right now? I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure. But like that's how yeah. I contextualize you sure. in my brain. Like I, that's very much a huge part of how I see you. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I mean, in a way, I'm like even kind of uh, have to remind myself of that yeah. in a way because I've moved I moved into different areas um, doing different things but I think like overall um, I've like shifted also to like space hmm. and how I really think that people's environment is an art form mm-hmm. as well 
you know, and that's part of the reason I got into real estate. Yeah. So that's really cool. Yeah. Does it feel like you're crafting an art when you're doing that and you're like being like showing people around houses and things like that? Not really. No, are you kind of, okay. I was like, oh, that's surprising. That would be nice. Yeah. No. No. I can try to say things like that about working in sales too. Sure. And then I'm like, nah. Nah, nah. I do other artistic (laughs) things and those are, those are true. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like long-term goals are, well, Sam and I were talking about this earlier today. Um, long-term goals around, like, space is, like, realizing that space points toward people towards intentionality and what mm. they're doing mm-hmm. in that space, right? So, like, even our home, like, I've built furniture. Mm-hmm. That's, like, a big artistic thing I've done totally. lately. I mean, that's why I'm dressed like this right now with, really? like, paint-covered clothes and stuff. I'm okay. building a table for a friend right now. Oh, no way. Yeah, I didn't know you built stuff. Yeah. Nice. I built these. Nice. The things we're sitting on right now. I like it. Yeah. It's sweet. It's fun. Yeah, so furniture, I've always loved wood. Um, that's like a thing for sure. Uh, and then just realizing that um, the way we design space like invites people into different kind of ways of interacting. Mm. And I just, I love the outdoors, but I also love like hiking and being there. But like also the idea of like kind of encapsulating the outdoors in a place that you can like dwell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, long-term ideas are, like, retreat center, commune, in the middle of the woods where people can come and get yeah. inspired. And you were, you were talking about that. Like, yeah. I wanted I to know more about that, that idea. What is sure. a... Um, first of all, speaking of spaces and making sure they're inviting, my dog is frustrating me so much. I'm going to pause really quickly, and okay. I'm going to get her out of the space. Sure. So, just a second here. Okay, so that's part of why I want to get the new space that I'll be doing the podcast in, because obviously not the best environment for it. Let's just make work with what you do. But the retreat center, that's what you're talking about, right? Yes. Um, All right, so the idea is, um, I mean, I feel like the best example around here is like Dobe, Mm -hmm. you know, like out in the middle of nowhere, Mm -hmm. like... I've actually never been. Really? Yeah, oh, I've heard gosh. it's really, really okay. cool. No, I've seen <laughs> so. tons of photos. It looks like a great place. I know that they have the, the festival there. Yeah, yeah. So Dobe, Dobe to me is super interesting um, just because of its ethos in general. Mm-hmm. I want to bring that sort of idea for harboring creativity and artistry, mm-hmm. but also do it in a way that it's like closer to the city. Mm-hmm. Like Dobe has its... Its unique quality is that it is a trek to get there. You it know? is like it is wildly isolated. You oh, have yeah. to drive, ferry, drive, and then you're there. It's expensive. Yep. It's timely. It's mm-hmm. all these things, which does is awesome, and that's mm-hmm. why it's awesome. Yeah, and it, I I think any place you're you're wanting to do something like that, where it's like let's do a retreat or let's get away, is it has to be limited. It has to yeah. have specific limitations when you think about like being a kid and going to camp it's like sure. there is no this or that it's la- it's literally like what's the adventure it's having less yeah and like that less is free mm-hmm. yeah exactly so like i want to do something aesthetically kind of that feels like dobe mm-hmm. but do it in a way that it is closer to the city for the sake of making it almost like an alternative to it could be like a music venue it could be mm. somewhere where people like actively live together in community even. Mm. um that's an idea i don't know uh gosh i don't explain it but that not often. a cult 
Nauticals. Nauticals. No. Like, I just wanted to make sure that that's part of that. No. When they're all living together, they live in community, we all farm, yeah. uh, <laughs> we all eat the same meal. We have a big fence. When and... anyone makes money, we put it in one pot and we distribute it yeah, evenly. No. But I've I've had, I think part of that's informed <laughs> Big by... fence. I didn't even, <laughs> like, catch that. I was like, Jesus. Uh, I got, the, like, the idea of, like, the, the movie The Village. Yeah, you know? totally. That's great. Yeah. That's good. Um, no, but, like, Sam and I, the community that we live in right now yep. is we know everyone on our block. Hmm. We don't, like, actively, like, share. It's not, like, enforcing, like, oh, you have to share life together. But, like, we live on a block that our church, our, our church owns our housing. Sure. We live on a block, and there's, like... 12 units total that all are owned by the church. Oh, really? And in those units, people from the church live. Sure. Oh, not all the time. It, it varies. You know, sometimes they'll get someone that's not necessarily part of the community. It's just renting or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that intentional community has birthed, like, so much life in us. Hmm. Like, thinking about Seattle and the Seattle freeze. And yeah. And it's, like, hard to, like, like, who actually knows their neighbor? Like, not that many people. Right. Like, we, we've had this experience where it's, like, Oh my gosh, like living in that sort of where you know everyone. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know everyone, and everyone's kind of got some sort of like ethos that's similar. Right. Too. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not there, like an inner It's not sort just of thing, the fact but, that we're all next to each other, it's that we have some commonality to right. us. Exactly. Yeah. And it's, I mean, it's, there's no structure or rules or anything around it really. Yeah. It's more just like, this is, we do have a common goal in some way hmm. um, of being an intentional community. Well, I think the fact that you're, anytime that you're living in a place that's, that's got something like that, it's, you know, something kind of weird or kind of funny, like, mm-hmm. oh, all of this is owned by the church. Or, yeah. like, if you're going to school or something, you're at a college and it's yeah. like a dorm or something yeah. like that, or it's, it's college-owned property, or, like, there's something like that bringing you together. You inherently know, like, oh, this is... This is something at least I, I can connect on. Yeah. And so I think that, um, yeah, that's one of those interesting things where whether or not you're saying, like, we all believe the same thing or think sure. the same thing. It can be like, oh, I've, at least I got I got one. Yeah. I can start from there. Yeah. I know that you're not a crazy. Oh, I don't. I think you're not crazy. <laughs> I can start by assuming, like, we have something in common. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, totally. And... Yeah, I, I think that that community has been pretty just influential in the way we think about, like, trying to pass that on a different mm. way. Yeah. Um, then the other part of the whole retreat center idea is that I think part of the reason I would want it to be closer in a way is because I feel like I have a heart for people who don't have access to getting away. Hmm. So, like, okay, on the same block that we live on, there's, um, like, a family. Mm-hmm. Like, they have a unit there. They have two small kids, um, two young girls. They're going to have another one soon. And then, you know, mom and dad both – or dad just works, mom doesn't. But, mm-hmm. like, anyway, like, I just look at their lives. I'm like, when do they go on vacation? Uh, probably – I mean – Maybe they do. I don't know. I yeah. don't think that they do. Yeah. So it's like, okay, what if you could give um, that family, like, 
what if we could give Karen and Ethan like a retreat center experience where their kids can like run around and sure. they can hang out and right. like gi- like give that back to people totally. too. Yeah, and I think like part. something like that's really cool. And I remember like growing up, I like grew up in the church and like had like we always went to like family camp type sure. of thing where it would be yeah. like, hey, everyone come together and there's like kids stuff. Program. There's programming. There is just a thing that goes on throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Now, I would never. I, I'm probably never going to take my kids to something like that yeah. just because I was like, oh, that was a super conservative, like fundamental. Like they had an agenda. There was an agenda <laughs> that I would not support. Yeah. Um, and like, yeah, lots of there. You're just uh, leaving your kids very susceptible to a lot of sure. really crazy ideas, whether or not you agree with them. Right. Yeah. If somebody else is like, oh, I'm in charge of quote unquote Sunday school. And then sure. Yeah. Everything yeah, yeah. in the Bible happened literally a hundred percent. So things like that. And like, yeah. um, I, I think it's, I think that there is definitely a, a joy to some elements of that, but I think that it's yeah. easy for it to get, uh, lost in like, uh, is there, is there an agenda? Right. Yeah. And, and part of me is, like, the only agenda that I would want in that, and it wouldn't even be, like, it'd be, like, what if just that family, the agenda is, you guys get family time and a vacation in a space that points you towards nature in a way that you've never experienced. Because cool. we're talking, like, like, really interesting architecture, like, like, melding architecture, homes, like, I'm thinking, like, tiny homes, hmm. but, like, in woods, nestled in nature. Cool. Like, totally just, like, that flow between the two being next to nothing and mm-hmm. the agenda being you guys need to chill out for a week mm-hmm. and, like, not have to worry about finances or not have to worry about your kids in school or just, mm-hmm. like, take a week and just breathe. Right. That's something that you're... <laughs> I, it sounds like specifically the idea in that is, like, and they're not paying for it. Right. And right. they're not paying for it. Yeah, that's a big part. So... Having some sort of structure where you could, like, and then, well, okay, so you there's that part, but then there's also a part of people like like you and I, young, like young married couples who sure. uh, want that same thing and could pay something for it, sure. but couldn't pay a ton for it. Right, so more of like a sliding <laughs> scale right. type thing. Yeah, or not even sliding scale, if it was just like, if it was... If it was if it was like small enough that um that a hundred bucks a night or something mm-hmm. like is actually super profitable for it right on multiple you know multiple units mm. there's a lot of model there's not a lot but there's quite a few different models of that mm-hmm. but just having something like that because I think another thing that I've been thinking about a lot this last year is like how our culture never rests and mm-hmm. breathes and stops and thinks and reflects. Yeah. And we just go and do and keep going and doing. Yes. And keep, you know, it's just like... Totally. Exhausting. Okay, so here is the question that then comes into that. Um, yeah. Is you're talking about doing something like that. I think that's yeah. super tight. That sounds really cool. Um, you investing into something like that, creating something like that. Um, yeah. You talked to me when we were hanging out before about this idea of like, I was pushing myself into all of these different artistic outlets or all these different mm. things and then realizing I was really spread thin. Mm. And once I got to the point where I caught that, I, yeah. I'm now trying to focus on just doing one thing at a time. Totally. And, and I think rest comes into that as well. Yeah. But when you're talking about this, you're creating a space for someone else 
Yeah. It's a lot of serving, which I, I've seen you be someone who is very, like, giving, and you're, you're creating things for other people, and you, sure, like, yeah. are very uh, courteous in conversation, too. But, like, how does that, like, what does that do for you? When you create all of that, when you mm. are pursuing something like that, and I, I can see you long-term being like, no, I'm, I'm actually going to do this, and I would not be in the least bit surprised if you created what mm. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. What, does it, what does it do for you? Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> of course, you haven't thought about that. Uh, no, I'm sure that you've thought no, about this. I but mean, like, I mean, I think that you're you seem like someone who's not like your priority is not yourself. Yeah. But yeah. still, <laughs> that's interesting. You say that. I feel like I'm learning that, and I think part of what you might be like alluding to as well is the idea that inner health and inner like understanding is what you what what the most tangible thing you actually have to give. Mm-hmm. And I think I've been realizing that too. And so like I I think it gives back to that idea gives back to me because it's like okay, what if I could structure my life in such a way that I live there. Mm-hmm. You know, that's my that's my dwelling place. Like that's where that's where like that 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 becomes salmonized lives right. like in this place and that giving like that's kind of all, always what I've wanted right is, so it seems like that it would create structure and ceremony and sure. like creates it creates a home for you and it like yep. as much as you're creating a place of rest for others like you have a consistent place of rest for yourself totally okay and that it we but but I think interestingly what you're kind of saying in a way what I'm picking up from what you're saying at least is that like yeah inner inner health and inner rest is what actually what you actually have to give mm-hmm. and it's interesting you say that because right right before this Sam and I were also talking about how that we realize that thinking about your own mental health and like uh, just inner growth mm-hmm. is really has been really impactful for us in our like friend group mm-hmm. in this time of life. Yeah, because everyone's thinking about that, even sure. if they don't want to talk about it. Sure, yeah. like it's like super important. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having dive like diving into that and like you know Sam and I talk too much about like. <laughs> what we're thinking and feeling and growing. Yeah. And I really, I really like, liked going out with you guys just because it was so great. Like you, everybody around you was talking and then just you and your wife were sitting there talking and having this really deep philosophical, some religious conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was funny. And I was just like, that's so great. That's, yeah. they're just like best friends, like really diving into this idea and like push, mm-hmm. giving each other a lot of pushback on these concepts. And I was just like, yeah. man, that's awesome. I love the way that they're talking about that's this. A, that's a recent thing. I mean, last few weeks. Yeah. Like, we've always done that, but it's, like, more regular, which I don't... I don't know why, but it's really fun. Yeah. You know? How long have you guys been married? We've been married a um, year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Mm-hmm. Dude, that's so good. It's good. Yeah. Marriage is amazing. Yeah. And she... I, I don't even know how you met Sam. I, fe- I assume it's through... Gabriel. Yep. Yeah. And just yep. him being in the band. In with the band, her. yep. Mm-hmm. Exactly being the same, same friend group for years. Yeah. 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 You guys, it was cool just being there because I don't think I've spent any time with the two of you mm. since you've been married. Yeah. And, yeah. Do you yeah. like it? 
being married. married. Oh, yeah. To say I'm specifically. It's amazing. Yeah. Yes. Compared it's... to anyone else that you've been married to. Yeah. Yeah, definitely yeah. favorite. Yeah, she's the best. That's great. <laughs> uh, gosh, that's funny to say it like that. Um, no, it's good. I feel like um, when we're talking about what you have to give to someone, sure. marriage is the best place to get something that you can give. Mm-hmm. Really. Like, mm-hmm. truly. I don't think that, like like mental health like mental space like processing through things if you have someone that is emotionally ready and available for you mm. like a lot of the time yeah. or most of the time that enables you to like process through things and Sam's the sort of person who like spends more time thinking about other people and their like issues than she does her own mm. <laughs> so it's like mm-hmm. I'll like, agree I'm with that. the beneficiary of that really yeah. you know <laughs> In the biggest in the biggest sense, which is really nice, and it makes me intentional about like what she needs too. But just like when you posture yourself in a way to give to others, mm-hmm. and especially in marriage, it's like you can just shoot someone off to the moon, you know. Mm-hmm. In in just a few months' time, like we we felt totally different. You yeah, know? and you don't. That doesn't mean that you always have all the answers, or you always like are the one that can bring someone through something sure. necessarily like mm-hmm. um but i feel like standing in that place like time and time again and just being willing to give it's usually just like well i mean you're talking about the idea of what you want in a um in kind of a sanctuary or uh like uh in a space that you you would be creating for other people you would yeah. want that for yourself and the way that you're talking about that is the same way that you're talking about her it's mm. it's a place that is a place of consistency. It's a place yeah. where you um, have that safety and you have that rest in your day to day life while you're able to give it to someone else. Like mm. it seems like she's someone who is is challenging you and pushing you to, to be your best self. But yeah. then at the same time, like you you know, like as much as there is some unpredictability, there's like oh yeah, we're we're having these new conversations. It's that um, you there is ceremony to it. There is that consistency of I know that you'll be there. You've got my back in these things. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And it's just, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It looks really good. Yeah. Things are good looking together. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. Do you, I mean, I think that the, I want to go back to the thing about you, you're currently living the, in a, in a, like, church commune? Is that what I, can I consider that? <laughs> church is, that is that too loaded of a very place? extreme. Yeah. What would sure. you call it? Uh, a bunch of houses? church commune sure we're gonna call it a church commune sounds fun because that's what I think in my mind like I'm a f- I'm very hesitant for anything like that oh the church owns these properties I'm like mm, mm. <laughs> I mean do you I don't know it's there's so many things I wanted to talk to you about about that kind of stuff yeah. because when we were yeah. hanging out after uh, the rounds and we were yeah. we were talking you guys brought up some some questions to me about like how do we live more, I think it was like, how are we more intentional with people in like, and specifically related to like biblical theology. Okay. I, I think that's what you guys were talking about. I don't remember. I don't really. Say. I mean, it's something around there, but it was, it was really, <clears throat> it was really interesting because like my, and I was talking about this with Heather, is my initial reaction in my brain before I responded mm-hmm. was like, man, I don't really know that that's even a goal of mine mm-hmm. to like, live out biblical concepts. Like, I'm, I'm someone who would say that Christianity is, like, my first language when it mm. comes to spiritual and religious 
concepts and ideas. Oh, sure, sure. But um, I'm not one to uh, claim any exclusivity in those ideas. And so, like, um, there was this moment of, at first, I was, like, you know, I think that there's this visceral reaction in me to be like, oh, like, I don't want to, like, use these traditional, like, quote-unquote Christian words and things like that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like... I get the thing that you're talking about. And I get that the idea is how do we make people feel safe? How do we make, uh, create an environment where our lives are better in other people's lives and people are doing that back for us. And like, I, I see that beauty happening in the church and in other spaces. And I am like, I'm helping out with music at the church that I like Mm -hmm. this Sunday. Like I'm definitely not in a place where I'm like, no, that's evil. I'm like, no, that's great. It's just one of many great things to Mm me. Mm -hmm. Um, But like I had this like visceral immediate reaction to like push back and then was like, why? That's like, like we both speak this language. There's no reason for me to not engage in this thing that I want to talk about with you. And so I had to, like, pause for a moment, and then, like, I think then we talked about it, but... Well, that just speaks to the baggage that's Mm -hmm. out there from Christianity as a religion, Sure, you know? Mm -hmm. And I think so much of what has been happening with what we've been observing so much is that the church has neglected the ability to meet people where they're at and do what you just did. Because what you just said was, oh, I'm sensing where that person's coming from. They aren't using our churchy, churchy language, but we're of one heart. Mm. The church, like, I think you're saying you can do that, and I think a lot of people outside of the church can do that. Oh, I get what you're saying, you know. Sure. Yeah, we, you, you're saying it this way, but I mean it this way, or I'm saying it this way. Yeah. We mean the same thing. We're, we're using different languages, <laughs> but they have the same, like meaning of what they're pointing at yeah yeah and the church has been terrible yeah <laughs> for a long time it's like no no use our words yeah use yep. our words it's like uh hmm and i mean that comes down to a lot of things but it comes down to like even just like to get i don't know if we want to go there but like even just anywhere. like <laughs> the bible being like if we're talking about theology and the mm-hmm. bible being just this raised up pillar as the word. Mm-hmm. First there was the word. Yeah, sure. You know, okay, let's get into, Good. you know, the actual Bible. First there was the word, mm-hmm. and the word was God, and the word was with God. Uh, hopefully I said that right. Yeah. Um, but, so, and we talk about the word was the Bible. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, if you actually look at that, the word was Jesus. Right. And like, where is, and if you talk about Jesus, and you talk about the, um, the spirit and all those sort of things, it's way easier to connect with people and not think that they have to say the words of the Bible to get it right. Mm -hmm. Or they have to say the right prayer to get it right. Mm -hmm. Or like you can see that they're accepting something of the life and the spirit Mm -hmm. of what, what Christians very much call Jesus. Mm -hmm. And I would even say lots of people outside the church are experiencing Jesus, but they don't know how to call him. Of course, him. and and that ridiculousness of no no, you have to use this name, you have to use these yeah. words, yeah. And I I'm great, cool. On the same page on that yeah. one. <laughs> yeah. I think that that's that's so good and I think that the fear that I have in going into those environments, those cultural places where it's like let's gather into one space around like a common idea, mm-hmm. maybe it's we're all living in this one place 
is that sound, I'm afraid of what if I'm, I don't want to use the words that you want to use. And I think that that's the baggage I carry where I'm like, I would never want to live in a retreat center or something like that because there has to be like, we all agree on the wording or the messaging. And, And I feel like those things kill creativity. Those Mm. things kill um, organic growth and truth because you end up getting like a Thomas Kincaid painting be like, that's true beauty. And be like, no, that's kind of the same thing over and over again. Mm. Like instead of saying like, "Mm, I I want to embrace brand new ideas and maybe they have nothing to do with any religious experiences or anything like that. It's something completely outside of that or even denying that. And saying, like, great, that is also accepted in a space like that. And mm-hmm. I think that, uh, yeah, I, I, I fear those types of things. As sure. when it, like, I fear the, the stagnation of that in places like that. And I think that that's where I'm like, oh, I want to see someone like you create a retreat center. Yeah. Or something like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm totally with you. And I don't want to, like, think that I have everything right in a way. But, like... I think one other interesting thing that I'm learning about community is that um, I think that they're like, okay, let's talk about, yeah, let's talk about community. To be in community, everyone has to, to be in true community, everyone has to give up something to be in it. Right. And I think that that's part of the tension too, is like, the church, for sure, and other things have asked you to throw everything out the door to be in there. Right, where, mm-hmm. like, the idea is re- any relationship takes sacrifice. So right. if you're going to have a relationship with a lot of people, it's going to take a lot of sacrifice. Yep. And to take that idea further, sure. anytime you have a sacrifice, that's not giving up something you don't want. It's giving up something you do want. Otherwise, it's not a sacrifice. So it's mm-hmm. it's giving up your selfishness, by and large, is how sure. I like to think about that idea of community is... Uh, it's it's nice and pleasant to be selfish and only have to worry about yourself. Yeah. You get to feed all of your needs as much as you want, but it is hollow and it's mm-hmm. not uh, the fullness of what you can do. I mean, if you want to do that, go ahead. Yeah. I, I personally think that there is more fullness to life in community with people, which yeah. is inherently harder. Mm-hmm. It is possibly Way a, harder. a less pleasant life. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's I think that that's why we see artist communities more often than not being groups that gather together Interesting. because that is a group of people who is used to saying, "I am going to do this thing over and over again, even when it doesn't feel good." You know, whether mm-hmm. that's you know photography or music or or another visual medium or, or writing or something like that. You are engaging in something that you've been engaging in for a long time and have spent probably more time sucking at it and hating it mm-hmm. than you have spent enjoying the fruits of those labors. Yeah. And like you know how to engage in those patterns. So I think there's a mentality in that that, yeah. that you get used to of that's okay. Mm-hmm. This is artistically worth it. Mm-hmm. It's more important. Those few like ripe berries are worth all of the toil yeah yeah. Yeah. definitely definitely and i'm you're willing to see the greater thing and Mm -hmm. just give something up to get there Mm -hmm. and yeah so i think that that's a huge part of community too Mm -hmm. it's just being willing to give up something to but the you have to believe that there's a, a a people who are 
vulnerable and committed to loving you before you're going to give anything up to be with mm. them mm-hmm. too. And like, how do you create that space and community? Right. It's like, like, how do we get like you want? You need to feel like like you belong. Right. There's no gonna... yeah. Otherwise, the, like altruism is is a few and far between thing. And yeah. if you're going to say like, great, enter into the space trusting people before they have earned that trust. Right. Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. And, and that's. I mean, that you have to be wise in that too. I mean, if you just solicit yourself to everyone like Th- that's how you end up in the that's how you end up in the cult yeah <laughs> yeah that's true <laughs> oh this is so great yeah like, look no. they just invited me yeah. in and then there's the fences we're back to the yeah, fences the fences <laughs> back to the fences oh gosh yeah uh, so man. yeah i don't know what do you do with that how do you enter into how do you like who is vulnerable first yeah in that state uh well i think i think there needs to be like, okay, let's, like, my goal is to create a space of vulnerability because mm. vulnerability attracts love. Right, okay. Like, and vulnerability attracts more vulnerability. Mm-hmm. That's just, like, like, so, there's so much out there. There's books on that. Yeah. You know, that just prove that. And so how do you create that? How do you, yeah, be vulnerable, allow others to be vulnerable, and then accept them for who they are, where they're at. Mm. And eventually, like, you know, the trick is that they're going to have to give something up to be in relationship with you, but you're also going to have to give something up to accept them in a relationship too. Hmm. That's just, I guess that's just all like life stuff. But when it comes to organized larger communities, it gets really messy really fast. Right. You know? Because um, what you're saying is like, Mm -hmm. uh, there, and I believe that there is safety in ceremony. Like when, when life, when things are predictable, when you yeah. know the patterns, then you feel safety in that sure. because you know what's going to happen next. Like yeah. that's just evolution right there. Totally. Um, what's hard is when people begin to manipulate those systems. People say, oh, the system and the expectations are predictable. That means I know how to make people feel safe while taking advantage of them mm, whoa. at the same time. Yeah. So yeah. I think like those, those opportunities to create vulnerability and create safety mm-hmm. um, are good and vulnerability does lead to more vulnerability, absolutely, but vulnerability also leads to more opportunity for, for danger. And so yeah, it, it's it tough. It takes a lot of responsibility right. then when you have that community. Yeah. And what yeah. you were saying about like <clears throat> when it gets bigger and bigger, it's easier yeah. for things to go wrong. And that's yeah. because there's more, there's less um, connection. There's less one-on-one yep. uh, uh, open like veil perspectives. You yep. know, if two people, it's way easier to have that level of vulnerability. But even in that, you know, marriages fail. People fuck yeah. up each other. Yeah. Um, and so... Yeah, I think it's very easy for for larger societies to to very easily take advantage of one another for people to say, oh, I found the loophole. This yeah. is how I can be selfish and be a part of the community. Yeah. 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 And it's hard. I mean, that's just like, that's the nature of community. That's the nature of how it works. But that's like where, that's what I want to create. Yeah. You know, despite all of its challenges. Totally. <laughs> you know? I, and I, I'm saying all these things not because I want to discourage you. Oh, no. But, the yeah, I don't get that vibe. No. Okay, cool. <laughs> I, I love what you're saying. And I think, like, I'm like, where do I sign up? I think that's awesome. I think sure. it's so, so cool. Um, and I think at the same time, it's the it's the awareness of, like, it, it, and, you know, not saying let's solve the problem, but let's be mindful of the fact right. that people 
suck sometimes. People mm-hmm. are terrible sometimes. I don't think people are inherently shitty, yeah. but I think that they are inherently capable of shittiness. Yeah. And so um, when you, you look at that, like I think the most dangerous thing that you can do is say, once I create the right space, then we are protected oh, from good. ourselves. Yeah. Which is, that's the most dangerous thing you can do. Exactly. Well, okay. Then it comes back to, um, like, what are we, what are we even putting our faith in in the first place? Like, mm. creating the perfect oh, yeah. space. Or we create, or, like, my belief system is that, like, I'm creating space that's an outflow of what's in me. Mm. And then I have faith that, that I will have guidance to continue to make it something that flourishes. Mm. Or I will have, opp- I will have the opportunity to make correct decisions or helpful decisions that don't cause tons of damage, sure. you know? And I feel like the f- what you're talking about is that, like, oh, let's set this thing up and it'll be perfect. It's like, you know, it takes, like, all the faith in the world to get something started, and then we want it to be, like, you know, we want to box it up and then call it good mm-hmm. and then have no more faith for it to continue. Mm. And, like, just, like, oh, it'll be good now. It's like, wait, when do we have to... when? This is like a huge thing in my life. What at what times <clears throat> do do I love to just take faith out of the question hmm. anymore? What do you mean? Okay. Okay. Faith, so faith specifically. Faith. Faith, yeah. faith in what I'm doing. So. Uh, sorry, I, I'm asking. Uh, okay. Faith in what you're doing. So, like the trust that um, what you're doing is, is the correct action. Correct. Yeah. Not even correct, but like. Um, okay. So, for instance. Uh, you know, you get when we're talking about systems and things you're trying to build mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like, like I believe, like the things that I'm doing are like called, and I have faith in a greater power helping me do them. Okay. And at what point do I want to like? Do I create so many systems where I feel like it's protected, and there's no more reliance on the faith? Got you for it. Right. It's I <clears throat> so. I'm going to kind of take it back to old biblical things. Sure. That sounds like building idols. You know, right. that, that idea of like, I trust um, the goodness and the, uh, the, the people and maybe a higher power, all of those mm-hmm. things. And I'm going to pour into creating a space to let those things flourish. And then hitting a point where you say, the space is actually the goodness of people. The space is actually the higher power. Without mm-hmm. the space those things cannot exist. And the reason that that is bad is that that says, if you're in the space, you are good. If you are outside of the space, you are bad. Mm, yeah. yeah, and I, I totally get that, 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 that idea of faith is, um, what, is the, what is the joy? What is the, what is the power? Where does power lie? And the, and the power for, for goodness in that situation lies in the intention, lies mm-hmm. in the action, lies in the, the belief system, lies yeah. in all these different things. Um, and so not saying, okay, and now it's about the thing I created. I'm not bowing down to what I, they work mm-hmm. of my hands. Okay, sure. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and like making it a fully contained system that I don't have to rely on anything else to carry it forward except just do what I'm supposed to and I'm right and I can just think about it hard enough and, you know. Yeah. Like that's, the world has so many circumstances that can go wrong and, I just, like, we try and protect ourselves Mm -hmm. so much. And I feel like opening, like, trying to, like, do everything right and protect ourselves and get to our visions or do our things is just, like, I don't think 
the way we're even supposed how we flourish. No, you know, no. And I think about like we started out talking about the podcast, which sounds a sure. lot like the same idea of what the space you're creating, uh, or you're imagining creating in this center is. It's similar. You're saying like let's put people, not people who are of one mindset, but people who are of maybe contradictory mindsets, and say everyone come to the table, everyone like have a conversation and recognize that there's value yeah. in one another and, and, and allowing those opportunities to exist. That seems like you're, you're saying these are different ways of looking at the same idea. One of them, a smaller yeah. scope, one of them, a bigger scope. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, just like having faith that like you bring two people in contradictory areas to like say they're each thing and like that there would be a common thread right you know yeah like, i don't know if that's gonna happen no but 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 i but not being afraid of conflict i think right. is one of the biggest pieces is saying like i expect there to be a conflict i i hope there to be conflict because that means that people are actually showing up yeah you know actually, i hope we actually disagree. showing up i like that yeah that's a really interesting phrase. I mean, like, <clears throat> what I was saying, like, I, I, it was very uncomfortable to be like, you guys were talking about this thing, you and your wife, and yeah. I felt uncomfortable about these ideas, mm-hmm. um, and there is the conflict that I'm having. Maybe it's just within myself an idea, mm-hmm. um, but then at the end of the day, being like, can I still connect with you? Can I still can join still in on Can I still show up? Absolutely. <laughs> like <that>. Yeah. <clears throat> I like it. It's good. Right. Super good. Man, that's really cool. Do you... I, I mean, these are these are things that you're looking into the future to, to do. Um, are you... Do you feel like... I know you did photography a lot. Do you... Mm-hmm. But, um, like, how do you see that right now? How do you feel... Mm-hmm. See, like, w- these ideas? Because, obviously, I, I see commonality and threads existing sure. in these. Do you feel like you're seeing those in... In day-to-day life day-to-day or in life things here. that you've done in the past? Have you seen that, like, throughout? Um, I think, yeah, I, I've i always, I mean, photography is an expression of aesthetic, like mm-hmm. visual, visual aesthetic. Um, and so though that's ever-present. Like, I think, I just think about aesthetics a lot and they mm-hmm. give me a lot of joy. Yeah. Our home is a very big part of it like visual aesthetic mm-hmm. what we do there what we like create um furniture in it decor all those sort of things mm-hmm. like i even had to get to a point where um on like i have a hard time with instagram like because it's the visual it's yeah. the visual things yeah dang that's like the hardest social media for me yeah <laughs> i don't know it might I, be something I, different with like music for you but so, I don't know. Mm, there's not a lot of outlets like that and yeah i think I've been talking about this a bunch lately, but Instagram is just like, for a while for me, I was like, that's the best social media outlet. And I've slowly mm-hmm. come to this place where I'm like, it's I like worst. this the least. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think that it is killing, I think that for a big part, it is killing creativity because yeah. I, I think like how many people who could have been great photographers mm-hmm. are right now teenagers that are getting a fix that are just being like, Oh, I snapped a photo and I put it up on Instagram and they're not learning how to use a DSLR. They're not using how to use a film Mm -hmm. camera because they're like, Oh, that doesn't, or they're saying, Oh, how do I take this like square photo and get the right iPhone lighting? Yeah. Or if, if, okay, let's say they are successful. Sure. I think about this a lot, honestly, a lot. I can see it. If they are (laughs) successful, um, to what, 
to what end? They're good photographers or are they good uh, branding marketers? Yeah. In which case, great. You're going to get a job. You can be... <laughs> yeah, you can go brand... Like, people who take photos on Instagram and have tons of followers are not photographer that is controversial they aren't photographers they are brand identities sure when and if they make a living off of it they don't make a living off of it necessarily as much because they're a photographer they're a brand identity people go to go to instagram and look at people's feeds as an expression of a person Mm -hmm. so they look at that as an expression of a person that person might use photography as their medium but what they're really doing is that they're selling products mm-hmm. and ideas yep. and vacations to Canada and Iceland. Hashtag Iceland Air. Dude, yeah, or it's it's Canada like Canada or whatever. Like they're brands. Yeah, That's a it's brand. it's it's a it's like capitalism at like the most grassroots level. Yeah, like and like I and it like it yucks me out like super hard. Yeah, and like I've I was at the point where I was like for a while I was like oh, I'm gonna get rid of Facebook. Facebook makes me feel the worst. And I, I'm now like, man, I really, and I, I say this, and I'm actively right now um, trying some new things with Instagram. Like, yeah, I mean, like, I'm always trying to mix that up too. Right, totally. Honestly. Because I'm, I recognize like, oh, it is selling something. Yeah. And I'm, I'm selling it, you know? Especially yeah. with like this podcast. Especially, I'll, yeah. I'll use this as like a, oh, I'm trying to figure out how to do that. And I'm, of course, I'm putting this out there. Yeah. Now, for me, um, like, that's. I'm not gaining any money for it and sure. I'm not doing anything else, but I don't think like, Oh, this is, this is great. I just, I'm kind of like stuck. I feel like annoyed at it, but enough, like a little enough. So that I'm just like, well, it's also effective. Well, what, what, gets, <laughs> what gets icky about it though is like, okay, you have, you're able to parse it out of, I want this to be my podcast. I want to, you know, it to generate more traffic. Sure. But there's a the thing. But what gets icky about it and what people don't like and what like really messes with us as people mm. and we don't really realize is that people who, again, what I'm saying is that you're not a photographer, you're a brand identity. Mm-hmm. And when people go to try and share their lives like that, they're thinking about their lives as a, and then they start to think of them, about themselves as a product mm. and a brand. Yeah. Not as a person. Because those people aren't people. They're doing specific things that... And props to them. If mm-hmm. you're some dude who can go out there and just, like, buy a cool car and go out in the woods and take photos of, like, some chick in the woods doing something cool. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's sweet. Like, and they are they're actually amazing photographers. But don't confuse that with, like, what's that... Like, you think about what is that person's life. Sure. That guy, like... And I'm talking about some specific stuff, but it's like, yeah. okay, that person, you know, lives with their parents or lives mm-hmm. in some rental thing and, you know, they, they like aren't home very much and they travel all the time sure. and they hang out with friends and take photos and that's what they do and they get paid for it. That's cool. But if you're looking at that and you're consuming it and you think, oh, that has to be my life. Right. It's like, wait, no, you're married and your husband or wife is the most important thing and for you to go pursue that dream that they're marketing towards you mm-hmm. and you think you're shit because you can't do it mm-hmm. is just sucks. It's like, wait, what is important? What important isn't that, oh, I should be on an adventure every day yeah. in my cool car in the woods. Um, no, I should 
like, what if we could shift that focus to, like, people and, yeah. like... I mean, this makes so much yeah. sense to me why this frustrates you, not because you're, like, as you talk about this, I was ready for you to be like, oh, it's, like, bad photography or all these things, but it has nothing to do with that, and it's so some cool. of it's, it's the same really ideas. Really good photography. Yeah, some of it's really good photography, but it's the same ideas of what you're talking about. It's, yeah. it's creating idols. It's taking something that could have been or could be a beautiful space where the focus is people, and it's saying, no, the focus is the space. Yeah. And if you are able to recognize and separate, and if we as a culture can recognize and separate, then great. Use that mm-hmm. space for what it is. A, yeah, space a, is product. A commercial. And people. Like, no, if you're watching a yeah. commercial and you don't think it's a commercial, it's a commercial. Like, yeah. come on. But, like, and that's that's what the experience is with Instagram. And, you're, and it makes so much sense why you would be frustrated by that because um, you're seeing people lose themselves and lose their identity and lose their, their focus um, towards this thing that has been sold to them, and it, and it mm. looks like addiction a lot of the time. It looks oh, it unhealthy. It is because you get someone that says that they're a brand and does all these cool things, and your thought is because they're, and then they get a product in there, and mm-hmm. then you think, oh gosh, like I don't know how to live that person's life. They're so cool, and I want to go live that life too. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to do that. All of a sudden, they say, well, oh, I love this, um, you know, I love these shoes. Oh, maybe if I got the shoes, I would be a step closer. Yep. It's like, bullshit! Like, <laughs> oh, no! Like, and we, as a culture, everything in our lives is pointing us towards that. Yeah. And we are all products, and we are all consumers, and we are all brands. Right. And that's not how we're supposed to live. Oh. So the reason we started talking about that and the reason I mentioned Instagram was because I was first talking about my home and I thought to myself one day, I walked up my stairs, I was like, oh, this is a beautiful home. I could probably Instagram this whole thing. Like I could probably go on a photo shoot <laughs> yeah. on a sunny day in the right lighting. I could probably take 20 photos and mm-hmm. I could probably do them over the course of a few weeks and think about my captions and everything. I was like, wait, am I trying to sell my house? <laughs> like... <laughs> Oh, shit. Like, no, I'm not trying to sell this place. Um, That's really messed up. And I was like, wait, what if I did the opposite and I made this place completely sacred? Because one thing you'll notice, and we want to have you guys over sometime, is that if you come to our space, you look at the outside of our our building, it's like it needs to be repainted. It looks really bad. Mm -hmm. And you're kind of like, oh, where am I going? Yeah, for sure. And you go up the stairs and you're like, whoa. This is nice. nice. You know, I'm I'm not surprised at all by that. You and Sam so, both have beautiful aesthetics. Yeah, it totally makes sense. But but it's just that thing of, I just had that realization. It's like I don't want to sell this place. Right. You know, I don't want mm. this to be part of that. Right. I love that, and I I think that that is a great thing to enter into. Uh, you know, with anytime someone's engaging in those types of things, mm-hmm. if I like. What am I trying to prove? Yeah. In this podcast, when I'm doing Instagram or things like that, yeah. and now I'm defending myself a little bit, <laughs> I'm like, oh, I am trying to say, hey, I'm selling this podcast. And yeah. I'm fine with that. If it's not for monetary, mon- I mean, it's not for monetary game. It's for, I want people to listen to it because yeah. I like it and I think it's important. And, and that's the exchange, is their time. They're giving me their time. Sure. And I... In that, I feel good about the, the message and the concepts and the ideas that come through in this and, and yeah. the, the disagreements. You're, yeah, you're wanting to give yeah. it. 
So yeah. I'm gonna feel I'm gonna feel fine about that. Yeah. So that's fine. Oh, but that's then fine. it's the like, if I start just being like, you know, there's still moments where it's like, oh, I want to take a photo of of this of the X thing or whatever you're putting out there. What is what's the point of it? And I think right. that's that intentionality. Is it I want people to see who I am and and say, oh, that's that's cool. He's yeah, he's, he's good cool. because yeah. of that. Like. I should be more like him. And yeah. and also me to say, like, it's okay. It's okay that I'm seeing other people thinking they're really cool because I think they're, because people think I'm really cool too. Mm-hmm. And it's, I think when I, what it gets, what it gets to me is, is it's a little bit less about selling. And for me, it's a little bit more around the idea of um, hierarchies and like, mm-hmm. are, are you trying to make yourself better or equal? Or do you feel like you're less than someone because of something so silly as an app? Hmm. that's crazy town like I think it's just I think it's just such an easy way for you like it's just a like a a shitty drink that you keep consuming that just Mm -hmm. makes you feel bad about yourself and I guess somebody who definitely is super susceptible to that like I'm just like like you can do it if you want to but also like you still exist if you don't exist on the internet and I think that idea is is not believed by a lot of our generation is like yeah. if you don't exist on the internet you're fucking you're dead. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Who are you? It's crazy. Yeah. Bo Burnham has a do you know Bo Burnham? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So he did a, a you made it weird with Pete Holmes as I got to the end of that. Oh, I was no like, way. "Oh, I'm saying the exact same thing that he said super articulately." Okay. But uh it he's done like 3 of them and it's the last one. It's like a 3 hour long podcast. What? It's crazy. Jeez. And it's just him fucking ranting the whole time. But huh. it's it's really good when he gets to to the idea of um of social media and how okay. people of this day and age feel about it cuz well, he, he's it, such a product of it too. Dude, I know. I mean, he is the product. I know. It's Whoa. it's so introspective and it's really really oh. great. Yeah. Dang. You should check it out. He's, yeah, he's quite the authority. Yeah, I thought, I was like, oh, Bo Burnham on Pete Holmes, like, well, he's going to just be, like, so dumb dumb (laughs) and, like, crass. And I was like, he is deeply thoughtful and articulate. And, yes, crass. And, yes, dumb sometimes. But, like, because he's like, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm very, I'm thinking. I'm Mm -hmm. thinking a lot right now. I'm really trying to do the best and answer this correctly. Mm-hmm. I want to say what I actually think. And so I'm going to look stupid sometimes trying to answer correctly. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's super true. Yeah. Mm. And it's like, I'm going to go fight that urge for Instagram all yeah. the time. Yeah. Probably not be perfect at it. So yeah. Dude, I want to come into the space that you created. I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be fun. That'd be cool. Super fun. Dude, thanks for coming into my space. Yeah. Of course. Dude. Specifically, uh, it's going to be up on MySpace, like myspace.com, so you can you can find it there. Sweet. This is a plug for my MySpace. <laughs> it's not on MySpace. 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 No, thanks for coming on the podcast. I really like yeah, it. Yeah, of course, man. I appreciate it. And super last minute. Then. It's good. Do you feel good? Yeah. Nice. I feel awesome. I feel great. <laughs> Cheers, dude.